Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. a final from St. Louis and the results are good. Welcome in everybody. A Brewers 6-4 victory in 10 innings to take game two and to take the series. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. This is a great game. I mean, this, this was a great game. Now, the only blemish would be uh, let's get an update on uh, Freddie Peralta and some shoulder discomfort. So outside of that, a team effort and a comeback victory after uh, trailing three zip in this game, Brewers put up a six pack and they, uh, they win, they win six to four, 74 and 47. Now it just keeps getting better. I mean, it just continues to get better in terms of the wins and losses. Uh, 27 games over 500 here. <laughs> and on this 10-game road trip, and again, I, I don't think I should have to say, well, it was the Cubs and Pirates, but and even the Cardinals to a degree. But um, you know, I'll throw it out there just, just to keep everything fair here. They are 8-1 and one on this 10-game road trip. You remember the front seven we were talking about? Well, they can go five and two and then, you know, see what happens in St. Louis. Maybe you, you take the series. But, you know, all told, if you can get out of there with a seven and three trip, at worst case scenario, this is going to be an eight and two trip. And I think it's looking good for tomorrow, Woody against Lester. But this, this again, it, it, uh, there's just so many things to like about this baseball team. And those of you that uh, were following along, you saw some umpiring today that really kind of bolsters the conversation of robo-umps and making sure electronically and technology helps us out here with, boy, some of these calls, I don't know what DeJesus was looking at behind the dish, but I mean, someone's got someone's to point these things out to him. Were some ejections in the ball game? And, and again, 
you're talking about the Cardinals with their backs against the wall, guys. They, the, every game that goes by uh, that they lose, it's just another few maybe nails in their coffin here for this year. I mean, we're looking at a 12-game deficit between the Brewers and Cardinals. With a Reds loss today, we're looking at a nine-and-a-half-game deficit for the Cincinnati Reds. Just to add a little cherry on top, the San Francisco Giants did lose today. They're, they're the team that I have my eyes on. I really do, guys, uh, because I want the Brewers to have the best record in all of baseball, if not you know, the, just the National League. But there are so many things to like about this uh, 2021 championship season that I can't put my finger on which part of this team I like the most. I mean, because, again, you're looking at the back end of the bullpen, which is outstanding. You're looking at the front three starters, which are, which are outstanding. You're looking at uh, an opportunistic offense which is outstanding. You're looking at a uh, front office that went out and made some moves that are just absolutely game changers, which is outstanding. You're looking at chemistry with this baseball team, the camaraderie, the chemistry, the clubhouse, which is outstanding. I'm just trying to figure out which I like like more out of all of this. We'll get to our game recap uh, in just a little while, we're going to hear from uh, the ejection, the ejected uh, Craig Council. Him and Omar Narvaez ejected in this one. Uh, Arenado uh, ejected uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals, and you know both sides had their their grievances, if you will. And and you know you just got to do your job. You got to do a better job behind the plate. I, I you know an Escobar strikeout in that eighth inning, an Omar strikeout, in which. The ball was probably a foot off the plate. And he gets rung up. But the Brewers, the bottom line is they come back lost in all of this. You forget that Avi Garcia had a two-homer night tonight, including a game-tying one-out home run in the ninth inning that put it into extras. I mean, there's just something. There's I don't know if, if, if we've got enough words to describe uh, what you like about this uh, 2021 championship Brewers squad, because there's a lot to like. And, and, and a bunt is alive and well. Um, could that be the tipping point? Now, a seven-game hitting streak for Christian Yelich, by the way. Uh, he lays down a bunt, a big bunt. Those of you that say bunts are dead and should not be done and all that. Remember, we went through that uh, a couple of months ago. That uh, you know that that's just not in the cards for for Major League Baseball these days. Uh, uh-uh. uh, they're in the cards for Christian Yelich. That's the thing; these guys are finding way to help this baseball team. Now, I would question some, but I want to keep it as positive as I can here. I mean, I I would uh, say this: that everyone should pitch in a little bit, and everyone has been, <clears throat> but. From, say, like the sixth inning on, does this make sense to everybody? If it's the sixth inning or later and Jackie Bradley Jr. has a bat in his hand and there's a runner at second with nobody out, shouldn't he be forced to bunt to help the baseball team? <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on. If Christian Yelich can do it, man, anyone can do it. But, I'm, I'm again, the challenge here is to find what you do like the most about this team. 
I'll tell you uh, what's what's uh, at the top of my list in just a little bit here, because there's a ton to like. Again, as I said, if you're just tuning in, you just just uh, after the last pitch, you're making the switch over here. A six-four uh, Brewers victory. Uh, the front three pitchers, the back end of the bullpen, especially the back three, Box, Williams, and Hader. But you you've also got, and we did a big bullpen show on on Sunday. You've also got guys like Hunter Strickland and Jay Cousins and Brent Suter, which is sort of that middle three. Speaking of threes. You also have the three of Hauser, Lauer, and Brett Anderson. They're no slouches, so that might be something you like as well. Camaraderie with the offense, chemistry amongst the team, a well-managed team, all of those good things, so it's hard to pinpoint what might be at the top of that list as to what you do like in a 74-47 and baseball team. What did you come up with the number, Evan? They would have to win, go 26 and 15 in their final 41 to come up with 100 victories. Yeah, 26 and 15, which is doable. And then to set the franchise record, I think that would be 23 and 18. That sounds incredibly doable. Oh, absolutely. 23 and 18 for sure. So that that has to be the uh, set your sights on on that record. I mean, I, I guess the uh, it was ninety six and sixty six is their their best season ever. Thirty games over. They're at twenty seven now, guys. Now the schedule does get a little a little more interesting, a little more challenging. But my goodness, guys! By the time all is said and done, if they continue to do this stuff again, they're twelve games over St. Louis. Nine and a half. They're they're bumping double digits over the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Just crazy. Did you think they were this good coming into this season? No. I don't think anyone did. I, I think a lot of the expectations were around 84 to 88 wins, maybe, if everything and, worked out. And I think maybe someone may have stretched it to, well, they could be a 90-win team if. And they were met with, okay, sure, guy. Right. And and you're throwing out all those ifs in, in Cactus League play. Uh, well, if Travis Shaw does this, if Adrian Hauser does this, now, if Orlando Arcia, I mean, we, we forget he made the opening day roster. If these guys, if they make some acquisitions, there were a lot of ifs there, but I don't believe anybody thought they'd be 27 over and in full command of the National League Central here on August 18th. Now we've changed our, our, our way of thinking a little bit. Now you know what everyone's thinking, and rightly so, everyone should be. All right, we'll get to our game recap in a little bit. 6-4, Brewers win in 10. We are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. They get the victory tonight, 6-4. It didn't look good early. I will say that. As uh, you know, Peralta got, got dinged up a little bit, both uh, with regards to some Cardinals runs as well as the shoulder. And I'm I'm hoping... We should be getting some sort of update here within the next couple of minutes. I did see that Freddie was the first person on the podium tonight. Okay, so, yeah, we're going to hear from Freddie himself then. Um, 
but I, I think uh, when we get to the Craig Council part, he may lend some more uh, information on that, and and then we'll go from there. So that 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 is the one concerning thing here. But how do you think the card? By the way, the rowdy, rowdy, rowdy chance again at, at an opposition stadium. I heard them. You guys heard them. They, they were there. They were there at Bush. Can you believe that? And and I think you had a situation here late in the ball game where the Cardinals finally may just have have felt the heat, and they have looked at some numbers, and they've looked at this team. I mean, they've looked at this team in the last you know two games. They haven't faced them in a long, long time. They haven't seen firsthand across that diamond. They haven't seen firsthand guys in the box, guys on the mound. They haven't seen firsthand that that it's a team that has a lot of want in it. And that's what we're seeing, and we've seen. But the Cardinals haven't for a while. There's only so much you can see through TV. And and I would imagine some of these Cardinal players have been watching the Brewers highlights or on an off day, they, they see the Brewers play. But you can't grasp really the, the force of, uh, of uh, of this Brewer squad here. All right, 414-799-1250. If you had to pick your favorite thing about this team this year, seriously, because there's a lot to choose from. I'm going to say, number one, it's uh, it's the chemistry on this team. I think that is what's dialed in each and every year to the high-end teams. Every year in baseball, the top teams have something that just jives, that, that just goes well together. And it's clear that this team has it. They play for each other. They, they, they're a, 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 a band of brothers that play together. No one's judgmental. You know, no one's turning on anybody. They're picking each other up. That, to me, is, is huge in, in, you know, a special season. And they all have it. All the special seasons have it. Look what look what we just went through with the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, think about that. Think about these guys just supporting each other and really actually getting along. That's to me the most impressive. I would say the second thing would be uh, the front three pitchers. I mean, how do, how are they not in your top two of most impressive things here in twenty one? And then I would say. I'm torn between council and the front office, honestly, in that three-hole for me. Because council lets these guys do their thing. And, and still, I've, I've got a list of things when I get, to, when I get at Craig Council uh, that I'm going to ask him, and that is how often he talks to each of these guys. Is it just in passing? Are there days that go by without having a personal conversation with your players? I mean, there are 26 of them. I mean, you can't talk to these guys all the time. But, I mean, I, but I'm also torn with that and, and what Stearns and Matt Arnold did in that front office. They made nine trades to get where they're at right now. Nine trades this year. Uh, Evan, you have a report on uh, Freddie Peralta's shoulder. Yeah, this from Adam McCalvey. Uh, the only quote that we have right now is Freddie said he felt, quote, uncomfortable yesterday and coming into the game today quote it was not the swing but Peralta went on to say I don't feel bad enough to miss my next start I know my body let's hope so 
Yeah, okay, so that's encouraging. And honestly, would you even debate even just skipping? You're going to get Hauser back here. Wouldn't you just kind of skip him again? Off day Monday, correct? There is an off day on Monday, yes. You might as well. I mean, so the next time he pitches would be in San Francisco, if if you did a skip, that'd be ten days. Yeah, so that'd be that'd be uh, into San Francisco for a four game set. Maybe that's the route they go. It, it wouldn't again. We, we talked about it. It wouldn't surprise us if a Woody is skipped. If a if a Freddie skipped um, Corbin, I don't know about that. I'd I'd kind of I'd kind of let him roll because he might be the leading candidate for Cy Young here. It's, it's quite possible. All right, 799-1250. We're going to hear from Freddie Peralta. We'll hear from uh, Craig Council, who got ejected from this game. We'll get to our game recap. A huge bunt from a former MVP in this Brewers victory. Part of a 6-4 to four win as the Brewers go to 27 over 500. They take the game. They take the series with this victory. It went into extras. They do get it done in 10. Josh Hader, I thought interesting. Some of our callers have brought this up earlier this season. Why wouldn't you go to Hader in the ninth and, and just get to the 10th instead of just waiting for the lead and then going with Hader because you, you may not ever get there and things like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting as well. A lot to unpack here in a Brewers 6-4, 10-inning victory. As always, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, the fan. Ah, life is good in Brewerland, that's for sure. A 6-4, 10-inning victory over the St. Louis Cardinals to take the game and the series at the same time. And they're going to uh, button up a 10-game road trip with the third and final game of this three-game set. And uh, they're now 27 games over 500. They've got the Washington Nationals help by... uh, by Saturday, they could be 30 games over 500. I just say 31 after Sunday. Let's just go there. Into the off day, 31. Um, what is your favorite part of this of this baseball team this year? Now, I know there's full phone lines. If, if someone drops off, you guys can jump in or hit us up on Twitter as well. But I, I want to keep it streamlined to that conversation just what's at the top of your list of things that you enjoy? All right, I'll start with you, Evan, before we get to the phones. To your me, favorite part of this team this year? To me, it's two words Willie Adamas. I don't think you can overlook that. He has become the heart and soul of this team from the day that he got here. I, there's a reason that we call, I think it was May 22nd, Willie Adamas Day. That was yeah. the day that this team realized, I mean, to take a Bobby or a a PJ Tucker phrase, they realized that they were dogs and they started playing like the team that we knew they could be. And you look at what he's done for that clubhouse. This team has always been close, but this team like tonight, once they started hitting the ball and they got back into this game, 
the team did not leave the top step of the dugout. They were out of the dugout on certain plays. That you don't see until the playoffs or the, the pennant chase. This team is into it. They're into each other. They're playing for each other. I think that and it, you have to give all of the credit to Willie Adamas and then in turn David Stearns as well. Yes. Yeah, for the for the acquisition, for sure. This game here, again, maybe your favorite part is the bullpen. They don't win this game. They don't win the, with the early exit of Freddie Peralta. If the bullpen doesn't do their job, look what they did. It's Hunter Strickland, Cousins, Suter, Sanchez, Norris, Hader, Williams. Did I forget anyone? I, uh, no, I don't I think believe I got, so. I think I got them all. Williams, too. I don't know if you said that. Yeah, Williams okay. at the end there. And all of that, third through the 10th innings, they gave up a run. And that was because there was an automatic runner at second base. And one three run. hits. I I think only one made, made it to the outfield. I mean, it, it's just amazing. So those are, those are, there's a lot to choose from. Um, so let's, let's get to you guys. We'll get to our game recap, but we'll keep it specific at the top of that list. Uh, where are we going to go here? Let's start out with, uh, oh boy, this is a round Robin of, um, choices here. Let's go to Kenny. All right, Kenny, you're probably not drinking tonight. It's a school night. Hold on. Hang on. <laughs> nice. You know what that is? That's the sound of. That's success right there. That's a smell of sweet victory. Hey, your hundred win prediction might come true. Hundred and two. So so when we were at uh on Sunday when they had forty three games to go, I said, They'll be a hundred and two plus. People are like, Are you nuts? I put that on Facebook. I said, Hold on. Do you understand what this team has been doing? If you don't and don't even chime in on my post because you're clueless. If I had to choose one particular aspect of this team that I love, it's David Stearns. Antonazio and him got together in the offseason and said, they said, you know what? Council has done a good job up to this point. We've given him enough to do what he could do to get us to where he's gotten us. But here's the deal. I need to give him more bullets. And what has he done? He's brought in time after time after time. He has continued to move this team forward. Now, Stearns is my guy. I love this guy. Council has been able to effectively move this team forward to where we're at today. Wait till you see what happens in the playoffs. Look at all the guys. Look at what the bullpen did tonight. This is outstanding. No doubt. Outstanding. But now when you look at the confidence level and when you talked about um, the camaraderie and the chemistry, this is how you build it. They've just been building it every week, every month. They keep building it. They did it the other day, Kenny. They signed David Dahl. I mean, again, it's a minor league deal, but again, they're constantly trying to improve. Correct. That's what they've been doing. 
And they continue to do it. And that's what they're going to continue to do until they win the damn World Series. And oh, this man. team is poised for winning the World Series. Right, so and why do I say that? Because they've been able to successfully move through the highs and lows of the season. So another example was tonight. So Peralta gets hurt, has a problem, and what happens? The team picks him up. Yep. This yep. is what they do. This is what world championship teams do, Tim. And they're going to continue to do it. So they're hang on, Bruce. It's going to All get exciting. All right, Kenny, thank you. Stern's at the top of his list. The most impressive thing about this year, David Stearns. I, I could see it. I could see a lot of people having him at the top of that list. I also could see what Evan said. Willie Adamas, top of that list. Things changed. Tipping points? Oh, boy, that's one. Uh, let's go to Marshall at 799-1250. What's at the top of your list, Marshall? Well, good evening, guys. Thank you, as always. And uh, Kenny's always interesting to listen to, by the way, <laughs> as many of your other callers are. But just to me, uh, and tonight just personified it, put the exclamation point, I've got our bullpen at the top because I mm -hmm. kept saying even when Peralta went down, we were down three zip, and yes, I had moments I was not happy. I was not happy with some of the umping, but I said to myself, if we can keep this three, keep them at three runs, we have a chance to win. And that bullpen, it's and and you look around baseball, guys. We take it so for granted. You look at the bullpens that get blown up. It just seems, including our neighbors to the south these days. Uh, we're very spoiled here, but you, but at the same time, you think about it, man. Every time that bullpen, it just uh, and yes, Hader, yes, Williams, yes, of course, our our stars. But it just seems when any of the anybody walks in from that, you you know, good things are going to happen. You almost take it for granted. We're going to win the baseball game, and uh, no no amount of money can buy that. And my my last comments here. Um, I would put the front office a close second there. I think Stearns and the Willie Adamas thing have been incredible. Uh, the record says what it says, as Bill Parcells would say, guys. Mm -hmm. We can't deny it anymore. I know people two months ago were denying it, but 53 and 24 says it all. Miss Minard reminded us of that tonight. And lastly, I, I know, Evan, I'm kind of copping out maybe, but i got to put Willie Adamas third. I guess the last two are kind of hand-in-glove there, but uh, yeah, yeah. the record says what it says, and uh, I don't know if we're going to win 100. I think we're going to win well into the 90s. It's an exciting season, and I keep telling people, hey, we've got an NBA title. Let's go for a World Series and a Super Bowl now. It's exciting times in 21, folks, and my only regret is I wish some of my, my mother and others who, who who just missed all this. Wish they could be here, but I'll tell you what: it's exciting for those of us around. And let's, as to quote Sonny and Cher, and you would understand this more, Tim. Let the beat go on. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Marshall. Thanks for the call. Yeah, your your loved ones on the other side, man. They got a front row seat. <laughs> they got they got the best seat in the house to check this out. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. The Stearns and Adamas thing, they are connected for sure. Those, those trades are, are uh, 
you know, really paying off here. There, there was nine of them. Uh, I was I had that plan for later on this week or this weekend to talk about each one of those trades. So we'll we'll get to that over the weekend. But when you when Marshall mentioned the bullpen here, bullpens are are kind of crazy when you when you look around. There's always the foundational guys in in anybody's bullpen. You know, you're bringing back three or four guys, a good two three at least. Um. And, and then you, you kind of mix and match, and you f- finally, throughout the course of a season, it, uh, it, you, you figure out what roles, and you figure out who's having a good year, and you figure out um, the usage of how much can you go to this guy, how many back-to-backs can you do. So when you spin the dials of guys like Justin Topa or Patrick Weigel and all the guys that have, have served in that bullpen throughout the season here, you know, there's more clarity here with what to expect out of these guys. And, and, and again, Hunter Strickland and Jay Cousins, they're solidified in their roles here. Now, again, Strickland was forced to be f- first one out of, the, out of the pen tonight in that third inning. But, you know, he's a higher leverage guy. You know, Miguel Sanchez just flying under the radar. You just think, you, you remember one outing that he got all beat up. But we don't seem to remember all the steady kind of performances that Miguel Sanchez has, have, has had. I, I, uh, I think he's an underrated arm, and he doesn't get uh, as, much, as much play here, but he's been sort of a calming influence out there a little bit at times. Yeah, he doesn't come in when the Brewers are up by one. But occasionally, depending on usage, he's there when it's tied. He's there when they're, when they're within striking distance. The bullpens are weird. It's almost like you spin the dials and you come out with the right combination over the course of time. And boy, they've they've handled it well. They they really have. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, we'll go to Bill on uh, Iron River, I believe that is. Yeah, Bill, you're on the fan. What's happening? Hey Tim. Yeah, the uh, my my choice is is council, and I say that because when he was originally appointed the manager, his first. Uh, his first steps were to make this team, how is it he put that, that we're going to be good teammates. Yeah, we're going to be better teammates, yeah. And I think that goes a long way to what's happening. Now, I'm not, I take my hat off to Marshall and Ken. They make good points, but for my money, I'm going with Council because I think with a so-so manager, some of those other things don't quite happen. Okay, so Council uh, counts at the top of your list. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Uh, what about the big three? Woody Burns Peralta. I'm sure that's at the top of a lot of people's list. That that uh, those numbers just uh, amazing. So Peralta gives up the runs today. Short stint. ERA then goes to two point four. Two point four. That's crazy. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on the fan. Hello, Mike. Jimmy, <laughs> are you with me? I am. Oh, I love Jimmy. Now, you, I, excuse me, I had a couple. Uh, we talked Sunday, and I, I was carrying water for Yelich. I said. You watch. 
You watch, hell's just gonna break out. What do you do? We had a bunt base hit. But he's breaking out. Well, he's got a seven-game uh, hitting streak, and we're seeing yeah. signs. Yep. This is, a, this is these are great signs, you know. Yes. And I love Marshall. He's invited to our thirty brick party. Okay. We already got probably thirty people coming, so we might need more thirty bricks. Yep. But how about these fans behind the dugout? I give them all the credit going on a road game. Yeah, a good friend of mine, uh, Mike, a good friend of mine is down there in St. Louis, uh, the GM of the Kenosha Kingfish, Ryan. He is uh, he's he's down there as well. Yeah. But, I mean, you got uh, my schedule says, you know, Minnesota, uh, Detroit. I think you can see a lot of Brewers fans on the road playing their vacations around this. I'll be one of them. I yeah, would, you're, Evans headed up to Minneapolis. And yeah. I might be going yeah. to Cleveland now, too. Minneapolis, <laughs> what did I say, Detroit, New? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, my prediction is Game 1 World Series, Giannis on the field throwing out the first pitch. Oh, but you were nice. talking about uh, players. You know, Niger Morgan was a, a pistol. And yep. Mike Cameron and CeCe Sabathia, I mean, that's – you know, you got Adamas coming up. Brawny will be back what too. What he's doing? <laughs> Brawny will he's be back. A, so what? What? Uh, what? What? What's Go your ahead. favorite part, though, Mike? What's your favorite part of this team this year? Oh, the camaraderie, the energy. Oh, got to be up there. But uh, I think Adamas is a brewer for life. And you know, the fans were saying, "I'll leave you with this: home runs, home runs." Well, they're doing it all. They really are. They uh, they are, Mike. It's 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 pretty good fun teams to watch. Good teams beat bad teams. Good I teams beat the bad it, teams. That's not good. And yeah, you guys well, have a good one. Yep, thank you, Mike. Yeah, you, I mean, you're not going to win every game. And I, I get it. I was even getting up, upset during this game. Now you had opportunity in that tenth inning, which you did ultimately take advantage of, but. You had second and third, nobody out. I don't know how JBJ doesn't score on the Rias hit. I, I, I understand the, the rule. You don't make that first or third out at home. First, or, I'm sorry, first or second out at home. But, wow. I, I mean, that sent me into a tizzy. And uh, there, were, there were a couple of other things. The umpiring sent me into, into a little tizzy. All right, let's get to a quick game recap here, Evan, if we could, and then we're going to come back and hear from Craig Council. If you guys want to jump in here, I'll make room for you. Uh, 799-1250. Bottom of the first inning after the Brewers went uh, 1-2-3, two, uh, two out Tyler O'Neill RBI base hit, one zip. Uh, Yadier was hit by a pitch, two on two out, Newt Barr with a base hit, mm, two zip. Right uh, out of the chute here into the second inning. One, two, three for the crew. Uh, let's see here. A little more trouble for Peralta in that uh, second inning after two outs, a double. Goldschmidt then knocks a uh, an RBI double. Three zip, and then it holds right there. Freddie removed. And it, and it stays that way. As the Brewers try and get back, uh, you know, on track, they were nine up, nine down off Flaherty. And we forget Flaherty started this game. So 
they worked the count well. They worked that pitch count high. And he couldn't go, you know, really deeper than the six innings he went. That paid off a little bit. It, it really did. Um, but uh, Freddie left shoulder uh, discomfort. Uh, he, we're going to hear from Freddie Peralta coming up in a little bit. Fourth inning, Brewers get on the board after one out. Oh, yeah, we've been mentioning him all year long. Well, since May 22nd, that's for sure. It's Willie Adamas. Hurt too bad when you have breaking balls down around the shoot top. Adamas sends one to right field, pretty well hit. Back on it, Nudbar, and he is out of room. A home run for Adamas. Willie Adamas does it again. 22nd home run of the season, and the Brewers are on the board here in the fourth inning. Yeah, the comeback started right there in the fourth, three to one. Hunter Strickland throws a couple of scoreless innings uh, because it got to the fifth. So you just want to start pecking away here a little bit. As the bullpen's holding, you get to the fifth inning, and it's Avi Garcia. Got a good curveball going tonight, too. There's one. Garcia in the air to left field. Back on it. O'Neal going back more. It's gone. Javi Garcia flexing again. Home run number 22. I don't think he thought he got all. It was a curveball. Well, Jay Cousins would uh, pitch in uh, out of that bullpen, a scoreless frame. Then it would be Brent Suter, a scoreless frame. Uh, then you get Miguel Sanchez, a scoreless frame. And you you finally, you know, th- things tensions are mounting a little bit. Arenado is thrown out of the game. You get some umpiring, which is highly in question. Uh, had they lost this game, that would have been our entire conversation of the night. But you have uh, then Omar and uh, Craig Council being ejected. But all of that, after the dust settles, the main point of which the bullpen holds it, Waits for the offense, you buying time, buying another inning, buy time for this offense to get going. And they did just that. It was Avi in the fifth, but now it's Avi in the ninth. If I'm Reyes, I'm going to see how far you can go on the edges. Oh, Garcia in the air to left field. This one's got a chance. This is a home run. It's up and out of here. Avi Garcia ties the game. Wow. Wasting no time. Now that was one pitch after the ejections. So let's go back and and hear the highlight of what happened right before that swing between uh, Omar, Council, and the home plate umpire. Yeah, it's getting bad now. That wasn't close. No, it's, it's getting bad now. It's been a terrible strike zone. Big zone all night, and now Narvaez is giving him an earful, and and it's tough to. He's gone. Yeah, well, he's got his way. Just been a bad strike zone tonight. I mean, the Cardinals, the Brewers, both of them. Nobody happy about that zone. And now Council's gone. Kind of taking the bats out of the hands here, the last two hitters. 
Yeah, and that comes on the heels of uh, Escobar ending the eighth inning as as well. But listen to the front. And Evan, if you could play that, uh, just the front. I love this on Bally Sports Wisconsin, BA and, and Rock. Just just the front end of this when when the pitch is thrown and, and BA just goes, oh man, check it out. Oh man, rug him up. Yeah, it's getting bad now. It's getting. Be- Getting bad now. It was bad tonight, but the Brewers did prevail. So we get to the uh, bottom of the ninth inning after Avi ties it up in the top half. Josh Hader hits the first man. Um, I thought the rule stated that you have to try and get out of way, uh, get out of the way of a ball uh, that's pitched to you. But okay, since we're not following the guidelines anyway, um, no matter. Josh Hader pitches a scoreless bottom of the ninth inning, and they send it into extras. Now, at this point, tension's mounting, I think, on both sides. I think the Brewers want this game. They, they, they're really, you know, playing just such good baseball. And, and the Cardinals, they know their backs are against the wall. They've got to have this game. And, you know, okay, so automatic runner, JBJ, uh, he's at second base. Luis Urias, a swinging bunt, really. They throw it away. He reaches on the air, second and third, nobody out, Brewers in business. Now, here's where, here's where my tensions were mounting here. Colton Wong, could you look at a pitch? Maybe, I don't know, but yeah, a little impatience there. It's, it's tough to argue about anything that Colton Wong is doing this year, but uh, that was a pop-up. And uh, not not deep enough, obviously, to uh, score the run. Willie Adamas then strikes out. Now I'm really losing my mind. Well, not because Yelich is up, just because there's now two on and two out. But Yelich is up, and uh, he takes strike one. He is uh, either changes jersey number to 01 or 02. I mean, what do you take? You can take your pick. So he's. Uh, down 0-1, next pitch, Brewers do get a gift. No balls and a strike. Oh, and it gets by, and Bradley Jr.'s coming home. He will score. The Brewers take the lead. And Molina firing that mask down after that ball got by him. He knew it. Well, you don't see that every day. Yadier Molina lets one get by him. Wow. Okay. Sorry about that, buddy. But stuff happens. Brewers up four to three because of the wild pitch. Okay, you're feeling okay there. Now you're celebrating. The next pitch, this was really interesting. Two outs, man on third, Brewers up one in the 10th. And Yelich shows Bond, gets it down. It's a beauty coming in. Sosa throw to first, not in time. A bunt single and an RBI by Yelich. It is five to three, Milwaukee. Boy, he was flying down that line. That's a heck of a play by Yelich. Well, the Cardinals challenged that, but to no avail. Uh, it did bring up Jace Peterson. Well, they don't they they don't call him on base for no reason. He gets on base and he plants uh, plants one to the outfield and plates another Brewers run. Line drive down the line. Oh, Peterson. Drives one to right, bobbled out there by Newtbar. Here comes Yelich. He's around third. They wave him home. Throw to the plate. Yelich is in there. 
Jace Peterson with a base hit. Six to three, Milwaukee. Oh, you got to love that. that. All the highlights on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Devin Williams in to pitch that bottom half of the 10th inning. Did allow an RBI base hit to Molina. But after Freddie left, the bullpen locks it down third through the 10th innings of one-run baseball. And we talked about the, the big bullpen game on Sunday where it was five innings, five different relievers to lock in a two-to-one game. This game and these bullpen arms deserve the same amount of credit. Just outstanding. Brewers, with the victory, take the game and the series, and they're marked now on a 10-game road trip at 8-1. and one. They can go 9-1 and one on the 10-gamer. And, uh, the, again, the best record by far on the road in all of baseball. As uh, they go 9.5 over the Reds, Reds lose today. They go 12 games over the St. Louis Cardinals, 41 to play here. We'll get to Craig Council and more after the break. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. They get it done today again. They take the series with this victory in 10 innings, 6-4. The final, they're down three zip. They come all the way back. Adamas with a solo shot. Avi with a solo shot. Avi with another solo shot in that ninth inning to tie it at three. And then they played three runs in that 10th inning. Now, again, you, you get a little uh, lateral movement here these days with the extra runner at uh, second base. But, I mean, still, you got to come through here. Two hits, uh, two errors, a wild pitch, all in that top of the 10th inning, uh, seizing full advantage of the Cardinals letting up. The Cardinals feel it slipping. Their, their season is uh, definitely in jeopardy uh, as we speak. But uh, So Christian Yelich has a bunt RBI base hit, and the, the dugout and his teammates are going crazy after that. I mean, that's how... Uh, close-knit this team is and Christian Yelich did speak after the game he's got a seven game hitting streak seeing a few signs now again he's not all the way there and we're a little frustrated at times with a bunch of runners on base and less than two out for Yelly and it just hasn't had you know the the big swing uh, as of late but hey it, it can happen at any time he's still get he's still getting up there in those situations and you just keep thinking that the more that happens, the more, the more, the the better the chance of him uh, coming through. Now, is it would it sustain if he even gets one? Well, we've had a lot of discussions about that, but man, just just the connection. Uh, his teammates were just jazzed after that bunt RBI base hit. But here's Christian Yelich after the Brewers win. Hey, Christian, just just tell us about the decision the bunt when when they're. <laughs> around on the infield like that is it tempting to do something like that um you know i was talking to jace about it before the at bat when they had the mound visit and uh, i didn't do it on the first pitch because i didn't we weren't really sure how the at bat was going to play out and he threw fastball right down the middle <laughs> like, oh, 
shit. And then um, wild pitch, that run scores, it's kind of chaos, um, you know, a little bit of a deflating moment for um, the other team because you have a chance to get out of that with no runs given up when it's second and third and no outs. So, um, you know, I kind of just peeked out of the corner of my eye to see if they were still where they were um, the whole time. And um, they really were a little bit more comfortable doing it without Nolan there. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the best third basemen in the game. So um, kind of saw the opportunity. I messed it up a little. I bunted a little too hard and um, not really where I wanted to because the fastball was, it was like up and in fastball. So I got a little bit too much barrel on it and not as good a direction as I wanted, but, um, you know, it worked out. Christian, it had to be deflating when Freddie goes out early, um, but to come back to win that game the way you guys did, where, where is this? on sort of your list of the victories so far? Uh, I mean, it's up there. It, it might it might be one of our, our best ones of the season just because everybody contributed. Um, like you said, you know, the whole, the, the bullpen covered, I don't know, I think what, maybe seven innings tonight or, or six innings, seven, six, seven innings. Um, they all threw up zeros. Uh, we were able to chip away as an offense because some guys just probably hit two homers. Um, we were able to, uh, tack on there in, in extra innings uh, and get three. It's important to get that first one in extras, you know, with the guy in second, but um, those games kind of seem to be decided by who can push across uh, an additional run or two. Um, so for us to be able to do that um, was big, but great team win and uh, fun to be a part of. Christian, what is, what has Avi meant to you guys this year and what he's done? It seems like big moments are, uh, are, are not uncommon for him whatsoever. And he does it again tonight. He's been awesome. I mean, we're definitely not in the position we are right now without him. Um, he seems to be been getting huge hits for us all year. Um, you know, hitting for power, getting a big hit with guys scoring position. So uh, he's been he's been great for us, and uh, hopefully continues. Christian, how do you describe just all the different ways you guys have been able to win games on this road trip, whether it's extras or close games or blowouts? I mean, it just feels like it's you're able to win it in every way. And to be a good team, to be a good team, to be a playoff team and um, get to where you want to go. I mean, you got to be able to win all kinds of games. You got to win the two one games, the close ones, the blowouts, um, bounce back from tough losses and um, win a few in a row. And like you said, we've been able to do that. And, um, you know, I think this team's capable of winning all types of games. You know, we're able to win that close one. We can um, score some runs if we got to do it that way. Um, and with our pitching and, and the guys that we have, I mean, we're never really out of the game. They give us a chance. And, uh, for us to know that, hey, it's probably going to stay right here, close to it. We just got to find a way to, you know, chip away at this lead and see if we can um, make some noise in the later innings. And we're able to do that tonight. Christian, because you guys entered this series with so many games left against the Cardinals, they, they looked at this as an opportunity, their opportunity to make a run at you guys. And now to push them back two straight games, what does that do for you guys? Um, you know, they're a great team. It's never, they're never easy games uh, against these guys. It's never been that way. That's not the kind of team they are. You know, you know, they're going to fight you to the end. And uh, I think from our team standpoint, it's like you can't really look at division leads or um, how many games you got against other teams. You just got to play the games. You know, you got to play the schedule. Um, just keep your mind on, on the game that you have in front of you and just go about it that way. Um, you know, you don't want to be looking towards the finish line or, um, trying to run out the shot clock, I guess you could say. Uh, you just play the games and um, 
you know, put your head down, let everything take care of itself. And, you know, when it's that special time of year and then you can kind of start looking up, but for right now, it's just head down grinding and um, just try and rack up as many wins as you can. Christian, are you feeling any progress on this trip? Uh, I think a little, I mean, it's just, it's how baseball goes. You know, you just keep chipping away and you keep, um, you know, battling with it and putting the work in and, you know, baseball is one of those sports where just because you put the work in, it doesn't mean you're guaranteed results. You just got to keep going out there, keep competing, and, um, you know, just try and contribute to helping the team win, you know, and then it starts changing that way. And you start just doing things to, to help the team win. And that's your focus. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been feeling a little better personally, but um, my goal really every night is to try and do something that helps us win a game. All right. Christian, when do you think? Oh, if I could ask one, when do you think the last time was you you had a big bunt hit? <laughs> uh, when I got ejected, actually, that was the last time I bunted. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so this one went a little bit better than that one. I think. I think they were both hits, but uh, I got to stay in the game after this one. <laughs> Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. And Yellich shows Bunt, gets it down. It's a beauty coming in. Sosa, throw to first, not in time. A Bunt single and an RBI by Yelich. It is 5-3 Milwaukee. Boy, he was flying down that line. That's a heck of a play by Yelich. There it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. You just heard from Christian Yelich. That's a huge, huge play in this game. And uh, I will say this. That's the ABC audio video uh, play of the game. And this, I will say this. It's been a long time since I've heard Christian Yelich sound like that. He sounded happy. He was laughing a little bit. He was articulate. He was engaged in the conversation. What he said, the content was spot on. All of those good signs. It's the best I've heard him all season long. Um, in, in prior months, when he did address the media, it was a little more, I don't know, down, if you will, for lack of another term. It, it wasn't as sharp. It, the conversation was just sort of dragging a little bit at times with him. That was the best I've heard in a long time, and that is a great sign. Guys, it's a great sign. Evan is on the record, and uh, some people may be uh, you know, in, uh, along the same wavelength, and that is uh, you say that bunt right there. That's the turning point that turns his year around. I think so. I mean, you watch him down the line. He immediately calls safe as he hits the bag, and he was, which congratulations, Christian. Uh, he also immediately gave out a massive let's go and then skipped uh, once on his way back to the, the base yep, yep. and then was smiling at first base. That might be the first time we've seen him smile since April. So yeah, Maybe it is about the fun factor for him right now. And to finally get off that, get that camel off your back that you – were able to do something for your team in a huge moment. It wasn't exactly the three-run home run that we were expecting, but it's still a clutch run that ended up 
being the winning run in this game with Yachty scoring a run in the bottom of the inning. That mm-hmm. was the winning run in this game. Yelich contributed it, and I think ah. that just listening to that, like you said, he sounds different. He sounds like the Yelich of old. And that is is, is all good. I mean, it's just it was music to my ears, guys. It should be music to Brewers fans' ears to hear him having a little fun here because the fun is just starting. I mean, yeah, they've had some fun here four and a half months of baseball, but I think the the, the real fun is is just starting. And, you know, just finally here, you know, to, to say that, you know, it, right now it's to contribute in any way he can for a victory, I love it. And I know some people will say that that is, um, you know, really low for the expectations. But think about where, where he's coming from here. And so to get to that point, then there's still a few more steps left. And there, I, I, it just, again, I, I'm pretty pleased with what I just heard from Christian Yelich. Let's get one more in here before we get to Craig Council. Let's go to Racine and say hello to Tim. Tim, what's happening? You're on the fan. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Where you been? I haven't talked to you, dude, in like uh, probably a year and a half, maybe. It might yeah, be more even. You, you're just getting out or what? No, I, I was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask for what for? No, you can't. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Anyways, I'm thinking, this, this, I might get crucified for this. Is it a time to trade Yelich? No. I'm not trying to be whatever. It just it just seems wow, what a perfect time. No, <laughs> we get it's a not. Not in return because we've had them already now. Okay, we paid a lot of part. We paid probably um, what about one third or close to half of his contract, maybe or no. Okay, Timmy, 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 Tim, 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 Tim. Tim. Oh, thank you. Am I you gonna get the- like the Abba song or something? Yeah, you might. You might, Timmy. Uh, Tim, are you a fisherman? Yes, I am. Actually, yes, I am. I, I heard someone that sounds like you on another radio station talking fishing. Was that you? Uh, it could be. It could could be. Sound like you're very knowledgeable in the fishing world. Yes, I am, because I win a lot of prizes. Do you? Yes, I do. And I know my guns, and, and I know my fishing. <laughs> okay, okay. Tim, always a pleasure. Stay in touch, all right? I will. And, I, hey, you know what's really nice is you got this Odyssey thing going on, and I, I don't have the problems with the radio no more. I get a clear-cut Timmy, you know what I mean? I get a clear-cut another Tim coming in. There we go. Yeah, no, the Odyssey app, it's free. It's it easy to awesome. use. Yep, yep, yep. That's crazy and, how hey. that works. All right, I got to go. I got to go. All right. An Odyssey station. Take it easy. All right, thank, thanks for the call. Let's get to uh, Craig Council after the break here. And, uh, yeah, Brewers get it done today, and it just keeps feeling a lot like Christmas all the time. Why is that? I don't know why that is. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty enjoyable. Christmas is always enjoyable. It's almost like, like I said, you get, a, you get a new gift every night with this baseball team. 74 and 47. And again, as we started out the show, I don't believe too many of us thought that they would be 74 and 47 in full command of the NL Central here on August 18th. Not too many. Not too many. Even the most optimistic of Brewers fans wouldn't have thought that. So they've far uh, surpassed some expectations coming in. 
6-4 final in 10. They win the game in the series. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as always here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Craig Council in minutes after a 10-inning 6-4 victory. Uh, let's get uh, Todd in here. Todd, you're going to get the final word tonight. What's going on? Howdy, boys. Hey, Timmy, what's that, uh, your mantra about, uh, I, I always forget about this, the special seasons, um, special Spe- things. Or- special just- stories. There's always special stories and special seasons. Exactly. And, you know, we can, we can point at all the, uh, you know, the, the tangibles about the team. And, you know, I remember, you know, going back, even, you know, uh, the waste of days and waste of nights and before that yep. back into to, to April when um, it was, you know, they were lucky and then uh, it was better lucky than or better good than lucky. And I think now I think all the tangibles are there, but they're lucky. And and, and, and just like the booted balls in the wild pitches, yep, it's yep. just, Everything is just kind of culminating, and it's pushing it into that uh, uh, wonderful thing that we all uh, enjoy, uh, you know, in, in, in winning uh, baseball. And I think with with all that, the tangibles and the lucky, it just builds confidence. It's like, you know, they're up there, and I'm watching the game, and, and, and it's really the first time in a long, long time I've, I've actually felt like they're going to win. No one's going to beat them. Well, and you heard Christian Yelich talk about this, one of the bigger wins of the season here this year. And I, I think for a number of reasons. I, I, You know, the comeback's fine. You're, you're putting the Cardinals out of their misery, really. I mean, the best the Cardinals can do is lose a game in the standings to the Brewers. That's the best they can do in this series. But, I mean, you heard Christian Yelich talk about, uh, you know, one of the bigger wins of the season, but I think it might be a little bit more than that. They seemed really jazzed up today for some reason. I don't know if it was, you know, maybe the Cardinals uh, throwing some smack at them a little bit across the diamond. I'm not sure what it was, but to react like that in a game like this, I thought I thought it was pretty interesting. Yes, I, I totally agree. And, and, you know, I was thinking that I'm not, uh, you know, blowing uh, smoke up here, but it's like I thought it was. I, I, honest to gosh, you know, before he had uh, said that, I thought it was one of the, the the bigger victories, if not one of the biggest. I mean, I know we guys have the flashbacks to the to the Mets and and losing that game is one of the biggest losses. But it's just kind of funny how not funny, but it's it's interesting to see how um, as the season progresses, how many of these things that we actually got all worked up about are very minor and. Uh, and and the bigger picture is just, you know. Oh no, it's, that's it's that's good. And, and right, sunshine. Right now, there are some some writers and broadcasters standing up and applauding you for for saying that. I I will say, all right, Todd, uh, have a good night, man. I I will say this that I, I oftentimes will live in the moment as a fan, and I'm not going to change that. 
Uh, if uh, if it's a a preventable loss, in my opinion, hey, I'm just gonna lay it out there. I'm gonna lay it out there. But I hear what you're saying, Todd. And and I use the, uh, sort of the same principle almost with the Christian Yelich situation. And and I will continue to say this. It's still another couple of weeks before I hit my breaking point. I'm moving him out of the spot and the role that he's been in all season long. You are, quote, afforded the luxury to allow him to work himself out of this. What, I mean, what, what do you, you don't want to make too many changes, do you? So in that regard, 74 and 47 mark, I mean, I, I don't think I'd mess with that too much. I try to, I try, I personally would try to enhance it. And that's what they're doing, trying to get him back on track. This may be the turning point. Evan, you might be right. I'm not calling that shot. You, you, you've called the shot. This is the turning point in this season. So what? in order for that to be true, I would say in the next three games, would this be fair? In the next three games, Evan, for you to be right, he needs to have a game-changing swing. Or he needs to hit a home run. It's been well, that's o- what I'm saying. O- yeah. Over a month since he's hit a home run. Yeah, a game-changing swing. Two on, two-run double. Uh, uh, like you said, a home run. Uh, a, a walk, even a walk-off sort of flare base hit that finds green. I, a game I agree. game-changing hit in the next three days, and I might lean in your direction. It could happen. It could happen tomorrow. We'll see. All right, let's hear from Craig Council after the Brewers win. Craig, uh, your team's shown a lot of resiliency this year and won a lot of remarkable games, but this, this one was kind of rises to the top. And then, I mean, to hold them scoreless, the rest of regulation, you know, for so many and then to pull a game out offensively. Well, yeah, it, it definitely goes to, to the top of the list or close to the top of the list for sure. It was just a great team effort more than anything. Um, so many guys did stuff. Every, every guy in the bullpen just was incredible tonight. Um, you know, in, in a tough circumstance, um, but to hold them scoreless, uh, you know, really the rest of the way, um, it, it was, was pretty special. It's seven guys did that. Um, and that's pretty special. Um, and then we just took advantage of some mistakes. We got some big home runs, obviously, to, um, deliver two of them. Um, and then we, we took advantage of some mistakes in the, in the 10th and held up. Greg, where were you when Avi hit the tying home run? Had you made it very far? Um, no, I was probably at the bottom of the steps, really. Yeah, honestly, it was first pitch. So I think it was first pitch. Um, so I was probably just at the bottom of the steps. Craig, what, what's your take on Freddie's uh, issue? Um, he didn't seem to think it was that bad, but. Wanted to see what you had to say about. Yeah, I mean, he described it as scratchy. His shoulder was just, you know, not just wasn't perfect today. Um, so, you know, he, he's he's not concerned. Our trainers are, are very optimistic as well. So it's, um, you know, we'll we're going to be cautious no matter what. I, I think. Um, so we'll we'll give it some time here. We'll see what it see what it looks like tomorrow. See how he reports tomorrow. Um, but you know it, it. You know he he 
says he, he we saw something on the swing. You know, the, the stuff in the first two innings was it was down a little bit, but Freddie Freddie has sometimes pitches, you know, as the game goes, the, the kind of stuff goes up. So it's sometimes a little hard to tell. He kind of started the Chicago game out like that and then finished with 97s. And so it, it was a little hard to tell, but um um you know after after a swing in the second, you know, we pressed him a little bit and he said it was bugging him a little bit. So we got him out of there. And like I said, I think I think uh, we'll be cautious, but I think um, I don't think it's going to be anything serious. Craig, is that just the last two days, or is this the thing that's been nagging him longer than that? No, he 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 said just the last two days. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think the way he pitched in Chicago. I mean, like you know, throwing like that. I don't. I don't think there's anything there, and you know, he's very confident in his bullpen and going uh, leading up into the start. Craig, you've talked a lot about Christian helping the team win games in different ways. Was a a bunt single and just his speed again a big a big part of that tonight? Yeah, well, it's that's the thing. I mean, that we you know reminds you of the game in Cincinnati when he scored the run on a just a little strange play. But it, the speed is it, it, it's it's like nobody else's. Sometimes you know you see it, you see the difference that his speed can make and. You know, it was a great idea on his part. Um, you know, we got a pitch could do it and put a button fair territory and um, turned out to be a huge play and then took advantage of a mistake and scored all the way from first, like probably one our only guy that can do it. So um, it's another way, another way he can beat somebody. Uh, and he used him tonight. Craig, besides being good, the bullpen guys were largely efficient uh, in their pitching tonight. Do you feel just good about the way you're set up moving forward, it seemed like the way you were going inning by inning, you were sort of thinking ahead that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we're going to have a couple guys unavailable, but um, but we're we're good enough, you know. And we, and we got Woody on the mound tomorrow. And but you know, any any time you play a game like this, you you, you pay a little bit of a price. Uh, any anytime you you know you got to cover eight innings from the bullpen, you're going to pay a price the next day, but. When you come out on the, with a win, I, I think it, it, you know, it makes it, um, you know, you, you get you worry about tomorrow, tomorrow kind of thing. Um, but we're we're in, we're in good shape. We got a bunch of guys that um, have just pitched one day now and pitched one inning and had a clean inning, like like Brent and um, Jake Cousins. Um, you know, they'll be in good shape to, uh, going into tomorrow. One other thing. The you had to overcome there at the end, and maybe the Cardinals will say the same thing. Is an interesting interpretation of the strike sign by that guy. Um, what were your hitters saying to you? And I don't know if you've seen any of the pitches like the Escobar or Omar. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was just a tough zone tonight. Um, you know, what, what can you say? It was, it was a tough zone. Uh, and it, just, it, it got to the point where you know, it, you could almost see the umpire second guessing himself. Um, and that that's when it gets frustrating for the guys. Greg, two wins here against this team and pushing them 12 games back means a lot at this time. Well, we're just we're just trying to win games here. Our, our mission is to win games. Um, you know, we, we don't necessarily have to worry about anybody else just win games so that's 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 our mission and um we've picked up two so far what's on tap for the crew what pitcher starts the next one it's time for some forward thinking 
on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Okay, their mission is to win some baseball games. They certainly have been doing that, and when you try to take inventory of it, it, it does beg uh, the question of, uh, you know, when do you decide that it's it's a lock? But uh, it's it's not quite there yet. <laughs> They're uh, what as as you just heard, twelve games over the St. Louis Cardinals in the Central, nine and a half over the Cincinnati Reds. Three head-to-head left this year against the Reds, and then what uh, another eleven left against the St. Louis Cardinals. So yeah, not ready to pop any champagne bottles quite yet, but. Uh, we're doing a lean in that direction, that's for sure. Game three of this three-game set, game 10 of this 10-game three-city road trip. It is tomorrow, first pitch, 645. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. It'll be uh, Brandon Woodruff trying to, well, bury these Cardinals to a 13-game deficit in the Central against, uh, is that right, John Lester? He's going to get a start against the Brewers. How often does he question the umpire and get away with it in tomorrow's game? A lot. I don't think quite you can quantify how many times that will happen. That that will happen quite a bit. I'm going to say the over and under on that is seven. He will question the umpire seven times, and not one time will be he, he be even looked at as uh, getting ejected for arguing balls and strikes. So, uh, let's look at the numbers. Woody against Lester. Yeah, Big Woo going for his second start against the Cardinals this year. Only two. First came back on um, May 12th. He went seven and two-thirds innings, only one run allowed, ten strikeouts, and got a no decision. That was that just tells you how bad the team was at that time. Mm-hmm. He's seven and six with a 2.18 ERA, going up against the 37-year-old John Lester, who is four and six with a five point three two ERA? Okay, the, the, that game. I mean, it is the Cardinals, and you know they do play you know tough uh, against uh, against the Brewers. That's for sure. But I, I just I'm not predicting this, but just be prepared. I think this is a game that could get sideways in a real real bad way for the St. Louis Cardinals. So just just saying. So let's talk some Brewers baseball tomorrow. Uh, hopefully after the Brewers sweep the Cardinals and go 9-1 and one on that 10-game road trip we just talked about. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.